When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. I'm your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you every week on Press This. As always, you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, or download episodes at webmasterradio.fm forward slash shows forward slash press this. So for today's episode, special Halloween episode, uh, horror stories from the world of accessibility, we're welcoming our very special guest, Rion uh, Rietfeld. Did I say that right? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome to the show, Rion. And uh, Rion is with Human Made, an agency based uh, primarily in the UK, if I'm not mistaken. And you guys focus primarily on enterprise WordPress deployments. Is that right? Yes, and now we're not UK-based only. We're expanding at the moment, so we're about 65 people now, and we're all over the world. That's fantastic. And you're calling, uh, joining the show from the Netherlands, right? Yes, yep. Awesome. Well, thank you for dialing in here. And we also have uh, co-host Stephen Word here as well. Howdy. Good to be back. Uh, nice to see you, Ryan. Hi. Awesome. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about accessibility. And since it's the Halloween episode, uh, Rion's going to be sharing some cringeworthy mistakes and, and things people have done with accessibility. And really, more importantly, tips for how to uh, access, uh, address accessibility in the WordPress sites that you're building. Um, Rion has very, uh, very impressive credentials in this area. Rion, you um, have made accessibility part of your focus as a developer, and you also contribute to uh, the WordPress core accessibility project, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I do uh, project management of the accessibility team, and we try to improve the accessibility of WordPress core. It's and a team, such, team effort. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of it's a community effort, right? And uh, yes. so, so important, you know, not just that we democratize the web, but that we democratize the web for everyone. Um, so very, very important work you do there. So uh, one question I have for you, Rion, how did you get started in WordPress? What was your first WordPress experience? What was your WordPress origin story? Um, I've been self-employed for a long time, and I created my own CMS 
but um, I wanted more and I looked for a commercial CMS or open source CMS. And actually, I can't remember why I chose WordPress. I looked into Drupal in Typo3 and in WordPress and also in PHP Nuke. Uh, first, I tried PHP Nuke, but that got hacked very soon. It was really bad CMS. And then, um, well, I don't know exactly why I chose WordPress, but um, I think because of the code structure and of the large community. So I um, dived into WordPress and I never left. I really love working with WordPress because it's uh, easy to use also for the, um, the content manager and you can build easy themes in it. So... Um, yeah, I'm really happy I chose WordPress. That's cool. Yeah, that community aspect is such a draw and such a support for uh, individuals and their businesses. Uh, definitely yes. a good choice on that front. Market share yeah. doesn't hurt either. There's lots of WordPress sites out there. Uh, there is so really... much work in WordPress. There's so much work. So that's really, um, I think, for a developer, a good choice to start and Excellent. also to, uh, yeah. Well, that's a great story. It reminds me of this, my uh, my friend Andrew, his story. He had his custom uh, CMS, and he also ended up adopting you know, frameworks um, in order to make his work faster. Um, yeah. Really interesting kind of uh, uh, progress there in, into using WordPress. So, okay, let's focus on today's topic, though, which is accessibility. Okay, so I'm curious, Rian, how accessible is WordPress? Like, if I was someone with a disability, how uh, how easy would it be to use WordPress? Now, the question, the answer on that is actually it depends. It depends how you use the web, how you use the internet, how you use a website. Um, the front end can be made perfectly accessible for everyone because the theme development that you can do that accessible. But the back end, the admin, that's really a team effort of the whole um, the whole community. That and not everybody knows exactly how to build accessible. So um, some things that are put in are not really accessible, like uh, the customizer or at the moment um, the developments in Gutenberg. So we really really need to work hard on that to keep that accessible. And how accessible it is also depends on the user itself, how uh, she uses the internet, how she uses a website. Um, if you can see and you can use a mouse, you also need training to use the admin very well. Um, but if you are uh, using a screen reader, you need some extra training. But if you are using a screen reader, that, that's for people who are blind. Um, they can use the backend very well at the moment. I, I know uh, several blind people who are also content managers, man who is blind and deaf, and he can use uh, the admin too. Actually, he is a WordPress developer. So, so that goes very like, well. Yeah, so it sounds like, as you pointed out, it depends on the situation. The front end is perfectly uh, capable of being accessible. The back end is relatively accessible, or, or maybe even for some folks, highly accessible. But you also mentioned that it's kind of this this continuing effort, right? It's not just one yeah. and done. As new no. things like Gutenberg are layered in, those also must be addressed. And it's part of this community effort that you do uh, with yourself and with others to help you know the future of WordPress stay accessible. So, Rian, yeah. I'm, I'm actually really interested to hear about accessibility projects and how people can integrate them into the experiences they build. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and right when we get back, we're going to jump into that. So let's hang tight, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. 
There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Webmasterradio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, welcome back to Press This. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I'm interviewing Rion about, with Human Made, about accessibility in WordPress. Rion, right before the break, I mentioned that I wanted to kind of start diving into accessibility projects and, and kind of how to work within them and how it works. And you had promised us some, maybe some horror stories along the way. So, so my, I guess my first question is like, how should you start with an accessibility project? Like what are the things to watch out for? How do you kick it off and, and really kind of start from a good point? So you end in a good point. Um, well, starting with a horror story, um, this actually happened uh, two weeks ago. I was called by, um, a friend of mine who said, well, I almost finished the website and the client said, uh, oh, by the way, it needs to be accessible. And she called me and said, do you have a plugin for that? Or how do I d- address that? And then we looked at the website as uh, far as it has been done. And actually, it needed a complete rework. So the best way to start with an accessible project is at the beginning. So you have to consult the clients. Like, are we going to make this ex- Yes. Now, then uh, someone who designs the website needs to know how to use colors and what colors contrast to use. Or if we are going to use uh, plugins, what plugins are we going to use? Are those plugins accessible? If they are not accessible, we need to build something in-house maybe. Um, so these are decisions you need to make very uh, in the very start of the project, not at the end. And after that, you need to code uh, you need to de- a developer to go to website and the developer has to know how to build accessible. So the developer has to be trained properly. So, and if you build that step by step and every step, everybody has to be involved in the accessibility and must also be on board. And then at the end, uh, content has to be added and also the content has to be accessible uh, for everybody. 
So that's also uh, something to um, look out for. How to? Uh, so it's uh, a lot of people who have to know something about accessibility. So um, everybody has to be on board, and also everybody has to be trained well. And if you do that by steps, if you have a good trained, motivated team, then an accessibility site isn't that more. It doesn't cost that more, or isn't that more effort? So you're it's much there's more no, effort if you put it. Uh, so, if you yeah. So Rian, so there's no magic plugin that's going to uh, take the site you just built and magically make it accessible. Uh, no. It sounds like your tip is from the very beginning to keep it in mind. It kind of reminds me a little bit like PHP versioning in a sense. Like, what version of PHP are we going to work with then? And do my plugins match up? And do my environment match up? It's it's really kind of taking it from the very beginning and not trying to figure yeah, it all it's out. It's like, like also with um, responsive design. If you um, build the site completely and afterwards you say, oh, it has to be responsive, then maybe you have to make some decisions of uh, had you made some wrong decisions during the project. So the responsive design you also do from the beginning, you say to the, to the designer, uh, make a, a, a different design for different views. Um, and there's nothing, some plugin, you can't add some plugin that makes a site suddenly responsive. It's the same with accessible. You can't make a site inaccessible with just adding one plugin. You got to start from the beginning. So yeah. we, we're talking about accessibility here, and I'm kind of curious. You know, I have some familiarity with, with accessibility and how blind people read websites. Um, but maybe you could give us uh, some insights. Like, how do people who are visually imp impaired read a website? Like, what are the different ways they do it, and and why does it matter how you code it relative to how they use it? Um, and blind people use a screen reader and. For example, a built-in screen reader you can try yourself is VoiceOver, if you have a Mac. And it reads what's on the screen, but you can also navigate with it. You can select a, a list of headings or a list of links, and you can click on them and navigate fast through the website. Um, a screen reader reads from top to bottom, but you can, dis but you can call uh, the web router, and then you can choose headings and links to navigate faster, or you can skip. Um, parts, so it's it's uh, you get a, um, it's read out to you, and with a keyboard or a braille line, you can navigate and use the website. So that that's why it's important that a website also must use only with a keyboard because someone who's blind cannot use a mouse. So if you have, for example, a hamburger menu and it only opens with a mouse, someone who is blind cannot open the menu. And doesn't maybe uh, of of does um, maybe miss uh, large parts of your website. Mostly, most people think that um, accessibility is like dark magic. It's like area attributes you don't know anything about. But the most decent thing to do is build HTML5, validating semantic HTML5, and. That that's really the key of an accessible website. Then all the assistive technology like screen reader or maybe voice recognition software or maybe your car or your iWatch or whatever interacts with the web can understand and use the website well. It's funny how many times the answer to a question is semantic HTML, right? We hear that uh, preached through the lens of SEO and, and so many other things. And certainly it's the standard with which these tools are built around. Um, so that's really interesting to hear your perspective here. 
Now, we've been focusing a little bit on the, the visually impaired, the sight impaired, but earlier you were talking about um, color contrast, uh, which you know maybe is a different type of visual disability. But is is accessibility only about people um, that just have you know a uh, problem with with sight seeing things, the blind, or or is it broader than that? No, accessibility is about everybody using the web and making for everybody uh, the web a, a good experience, and that's also for you. For example, color contrast. If you have poor color contrast and you have an iPad and you're reading that in the sun, you cannot read it. So accessibility is not only for the people who have maybe uh, an impairment, but it's also for everybody who uses the web in another uh, situation. Like you have uh, of adding subtitles to a video. If you are in the train and you forgot your headset and you want to watch YouTube, if the YouTube has uh, subtitles, then you can understand what's going on. And that's, you can hear, but at the moment you cannot put on the sound. Of ear, um, so, most of the time it's also about you. If you have a lot on your mind and you have uh, a sandwich in your hand and you want to navigate the website and you only have to uh, uh, one finger to tap through the website. It's, um, people use the web in different situations. People use the web also in diff with different devices, like, like your iWatch maybe doesn't uh, react um, uh, other is um, reacting other other than the website. So um, accessibility is like building decent, so that everybody can use the website also in all kind difference of situations. That's uh, that's very insightful. You know, when we talk to our internal UI and UX people, one of the things I, I ask them to do is put yourself in the customer's seat, right? Not just where they were before, right before they landed on a page or an experience, but literally their chair and think about the environment they're in, the frame of mind they're in when you create these experiences and, and thinking about it from a mobile context with the sun behind you causing contrast issues, uh, the noise environment people are going to be consuming your content in, whether or not you need subtitles, not just as a lens for the disabled, but also a lens for all users and, and the environments with which they're engaging with your content. Um, I think that's a really interesting way to look at that. Yeah, and there are, um, well, there are various ways to use the web with assistive technology, like uh, voice recognition software. People can speak to the computer. Um, there are people who have only a straw and they uh, suck and puff, like a zero and one, and that way they can navigate through a website. Uh, yeah, there are blind people. One one very important thing is to check your website. If you want to make an accessible website, it's check with keyboard only. Put your mouse away, navigate with keyboard. Then it, it almost works on all the other devices. So Rian, I'm kind of curious, like what mistakes do people make during the design process? Earlier you talked about the planning, but what, what mistakes do you see people making during design for accessibility? Icons are a good way to visualize uh, things to a link, for example, a social media or a menu. Um, and I want you, on the next birthday you have, to all the people who are there, old and young, what do these three lines mean that are on the right top of a website? And then you will be amazed by the answers. 
how many people don't know that that's a hamburger menu? And if you click that, the menu opens. So adding the word menu to an, the hamburger icon does wonders for the understandability. Not all people know what the icons are. Icons are pretty, please use them, but also add the word to it. Okay, so basically give the users cues with the labels um, is a good exercise from the design perspective. So, Rian, we're going to take a quick break. and we get back, I'm going to ask you about some of the tools you use for QA. You mentioned some of them so far, but we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Book lovers and hundreds of compelling contemporary authors are heading to Miami for the 34th Annual Miami Book Fair, Friday, November 17th through Sunday, November 19th. See in person amazing authors, including Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Al Franken, Russell Banks, Michael Eric Dyson, Armistead Malpin, Angela J. Davis, Scott Turo, Walter Isaacson, and many more. The 34th Annual Miami Book Fair. For more information, visit MiamiBookFair.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, everybody, welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. I'm interviewing Rion of Human Made. Rion, uh, last question here while we uh, kind of wrap things up. What tools do you recommend people use for QAing accessibility or for continuous integration? What tools could developers use to make sure they're building accessible sites? Um, well, the first tool you use is your own keyboard. And that's very easy. You put away your uh, mouse and you test your website if it works with keyboard only. Um, how to navigate with keyboard is easy. And if you Google that, there are tons of um, uh, manuals on how to do that. If it works with keyboard only, if you can navigate, access all the links, uh, access your uh, carousel, um, your navigation, uh, whatever functionality you have, a form, can you submit a form, can you fill it out with keyboard only, then uh, almost all the, the battle about the development has been won because that's the most important um, uh, part of it, that you can use it with keyboard only. Um, then I have... Um, some other tools um, like a contrast um, color analyzer. There are uh, many tools for that online. 
um, you can analyze the contrast of your design. If the contrast between text and background is sufficient for everyone, there are also rules for that. You can look that up. Um, and I'm very fond of uh, a tool called X. It's by DQ. And X is a browser extension that works best in Chrome. And it adds a tab to your inspector. If you are developing, you inspect your code, you inspect uh, the DOM in the browser, and it adds a tab to that. And then you can analyze the page you're looking at, and it gives you a full report of the accessibility errors you have. So that is um, AXE. And uh, I really love that. And it's very useful. And within the company, I gave a demo of that. And uh, now uh, the people, the developers in, in HumanMate are, are trying that out. If you can integrate that in the workflow. So that's really nice too. And you have, uh, you know, you mentioned earlier that, of course, there's not a magic plugin that's going to make your site accessible. But are there any plugins that you like to use in your stack that uh, help support that uh, from a WordPress perspective? No. <laughs> it, it, it comes back to decent code. Um, you have uh, plugins like that add some, um, uh, like uh, font enhancer or contrast um, uh, contrast uh, switches and stuff. And I call that accessibility pizza. It's like you're showing off at the front end that you're doing something with accessibility. But actually what you need to do is build decent code and uh, skip because browsers can do that themselves. Like we have the reader view in Safari, for example, does that exactly. People who need extra help um, accessing a website have their own equipment. So if you just build it decently and in, in good design with good color contrast, then all the accessive technology can just use it and all the people can use it. So all the extra plugins, I think, is just extra pizza. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, so I guess another question I have when it comes to the language itself, you, you talked about earlier using labels as a way to let people know what a hamburger menu is and so on and so forth. Um, do, do people need to take into account the words they use with the menu items? Like I can imagine things like uh, read more, more info might be very confusing when, when scrolling yeah. through a newsreader. How, how should people approach the language they use in these menu items and, and elements? For links, uh, use unique links. If you have a bunch of read more, read more, read more links, if you, the screen with the user uh, calls the list of links and all the li links are called read more, she doesn't know what to click. So add, for example, um, the post title to it or find another way to um, make the links meaningful, stand out. And I'm a very um, fan of simple, plain language. Um, I was at a Frontiers conference and Ashley Bischoff gave a talk about plain English, plain language, and no one ever complains if the language is too simple. So that's really interesting, Rian. I really like the part where you said that no one ever complains if the language is too simple. I think that's going to be my new copywriting mantra. So thank you, Rian, for uh, joining the show today and sharing your insights into accessibility. Thank you. Awesome. And thank everyone for listening. This has been the Press This WordPress Community Podcast on Webmaster Radio. As always, you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or SoundCloud. And of course, you can always download episodes at webmasterradio.fm 
forward slash shows forward slash press this. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.